It is very, uh, it is very non-problem. Yeah, yeah. But very, still annoying. Very first worldy. Yeah. Um, it's got to be in this DNA. You know. This DNA. We are in. We're oh. in there like swimwear. Oh, but you know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which I. There we go. Let's turn the static down on the headphone. Some sort of, some sort of interference. I mean, not that, not that. That's not. That's not an interference. All right, Sam. Producer Sam. Producer. 45 seconds in. It's all right, isn't it? He's got it on charge. Spooky Mold is joined. Welcome. Let us know that you can hear us and stuff. Because uh, I'm getting all sorts of all sorts of bits going on here. It's going a bit... All that. All that. Hello. Can you hear, can you hear us? Can you hear us? Is that all right? Is that all right? Just a yes would sort of put things at ease, wouldn't it? Ah, there we go. He said yes. We're cooking on gas, aren't we? Sweet. Maybe it's the new. Maybe maybe it's the new Feng Shui. Um, is interfering. Do you know what I mean? The new table. <laughs> maybe. You, maybe you need to. Uh, maybe you need to throw it away. <laughs> Just for the. Benefit of the listeners there. Um, Sam has just threatened me physically, so I will be logging a formal complaint. Uh, oh, uh, so, sp- <laughs> so Spooky Mulder on uh, Telegram, which I encourage everyone to join, he said, you're late, gentlemen. Launch the show, please, so that our ears may enjoy the sweet, sexy sounds of substance. <laughs> Oh, oh, you just missed that, co-host, Paul. Sorry about that. What was that? We had a message on Telegram from Spooky Mulder saying, you're late, gentlemen. Launch the show, please, so that our ears may enjoy the sweet, sexy sound of substance. <laughs> <laughs> that is, well, that's a classy moment. That's fantastic, Spooks. isn't it? And it's also classily delivered yeah. by yourself. Thank you. Thank you. As always. Um, just Corey has entered. Nobody else. Just Corey? Yeah. Oh. Just Corey. Just Corey. That's it. Oh, it's just Corey. Just so we Corey. don't need to worry then. It's just Corey. Yeah, it's just Corey. Yeah. All right. He's hello. entered. So. Welcome to Substance. Nah, there's loads of people. Is there? Turns out there's just Corey. There's Look, Eric. Are you saying it like it's normal? There's Spooky. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's lots of people. There's lots of people. <laughs> Jumping straight on it as well. Yeah. Silent Paul. That's awesome. He's in. He's in. Oh, he's a dear. Mr. Ray. He's in as well. Mr. Ray, welcome. See, this is brilliant. 6.30 on a Wednesday. It's fantastic. And I can hug this now in this yeah. new seating arrangement. Almost like you're a presenter. Yeah. <laughs> so. Tonight on Miami Vice, <laughs> Crockett gets a boss of coffee. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm going to see if this works. You're doing that, are you? Yeah. Doing your thing? I'll see if it works. That's fine. If it doesn't work, I'll come back. Yeah. What do you reckon? No, it does. It, I mean, it works. When you're that far, it works for shout. Okay, so I'll, shout. I'll, I'll keep a safe distance from We're it. We're just doing a little studio move around. Yeah, sorry, folks. That's all yeah. right. 
this is a new feature of ours. Yeah. Where I wander off. Yeah. Um, this new feature is called patter. Yeah. And we, <laughs> yeah. we tend to do it for about 10 minutes or so. There's the creak of the chair. See, there you go. <laughs> Everyone's happy. Everyone's um, a winner. What's going on, everyone? What's going on, Nick? Well, I mean, happy Valentine's Day. We'll say that straight oh, off yeah. the bat. Valentine's special. Yeah. I think we should. I think we should talk a little bit about that tonight. Is it, what is this? Is this dedicated to the lovers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This lovers is out there. this is a show for the lovers. Lovely yeah. show under the covers. <laughs> Cover me in show. Cover me in love. Cover, Cover me in me love. <laughs> this is a cover song, right? But no, I think we should talk a, a little bit about that. Um, yeah. But local news, no, it felt like the Truman Show coming here because... So, so everyone was out to get you? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? In the way that there's a particular scene in the Truman Show where he drives around a roundabout and it's all like it's back-to-back traffic and then he drives around the same roundabout and there's nothing. And he goes, look, no cars. Almost as if it was designed to yes. stop you. Yes. Um, But alas. That is... I think that is heightened oh. by the... um. The feeling that of that you're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's definitely heightened by that. But I, um, I'm always on that tip. By yeah. the way, in the car, there is like I don't even have to be in a rush to get anywhere. Just get out my fucking way. Exactly. Speaking of getting the fuck out of my way, it's Maya yeah, crazy. crazy super fan. She's joined. <laughs> wow. Uh, happy Valentine's and all that for you. Mm. Yeah. Right there. Um. Hope. Hope. Everyone's sharing it with someone special, and if they're not, I'm, I'm sure their decision was the right one. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, there's ways to look at it. Yeah, exactly. There's you levels know? to this shit. Yeah. Um, a- I, I personally, do you go in for that? Like, usually, do you go in for Valentine's? Well, I will say, um, this is the first year. I think, I think, if memory doth serve me correctly. <laughs> Yeah. This is the first year that I have been uh, on my own mm. for Valentine's Day. On my own. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not alone. That's no. the first thing. No. Let me let me just uh, quickly correct you there. You're not alone, right? Not only have you got your brother. Yeah. Here. Co-host. I don't know who he is, but he is your brother. Silent, mostly. Yeah, mostly silent, Paul. Yeah, and um, you've also got the the substance crew, the substance abusers. Yeah, they're yeah. all they're all here, regardless of it being Valentine's Day. I find it odd that they're here. Should they be doing something with their loved ones? Maybe. Um, Mayor Crazy says I don't do Valentine's. It's not even a love holiday. It was a massacre. Right. Right. Well, that's what I think. That's what we're going to get into. Is I that think. the history behind it? That's what I'd like. Yeah, I'd like Ooh. to. Um, Mr. A's at work. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to do a bit of a deep dive into the old Valentino. Mr. Ray's at work. Mm. I do, Mr. Ray's, yeah, he's always at work. He's always working, always working. Yeah, I don't, I don't do Valentine's, and it's not because I'm some sort of like you know, dark prince. It's just because <laughs> I, I just don't, I, I don't buy into it, and it's not, it's not to save money. It's not to, you know, it's not, it's nothing like that. I'm not. You know, I just don't buy into it. And it's not that I don't buy into romance particularly. It's just that I don't buy into Valentine's. Yeah. It's bullshit. That is, I mean, I, again, I think that's um, 
I think that's something we should have a little look at is the the moment where it went from whatever it originated as yeah. uh, on to what it is now, which is can you buy – well, can you spend a lot of money um, on me, please? Yeah. And it, it is. And it, it, the thing is as well, you know, you know who that's driven by and then carried on by. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a Hallmark holiday, yeah. That's that's exactly what it is. It's another, and it's also another way to to kind of separate people even more. And I know it sounds like it's not, but it is. Mm. It's like, well, he spent that amount of money on his wife, or he did that for his wife. Why can't you do that for me? Or it's just, it's another, I don't know, just another consumer ball bag is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Mayo Crazy said, uh, only good part of Valentine's is the discount chocolate. I celebrate the 15th. Well, yeah, as you it was should. brilliant. Yeah. Love that. that. That's, the, that's a good way to get around it. Love that. Mm. All right. Well, should we, ju- should we jump into the old uh, intro then? And we'll do, we'll do a substance deep dive. No, not the old fucking intro again. Right? <laughs> Hang on, just let me remember because this is, obviously it's scripted. Different every really time. Like, it's a big one. Yeah. You know I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's deep. Um, it is welcome, deep. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome to one and all in podcast land. We are Nick and Paul, and this is Substance for Days. <laughs> Metal. One, two, three, There it is. So there it is. Metal edition. You know, Valentine's Day metal edition. Yeah, it's not. It's not particularly metal edition. It's all it's, different. I think it's because I've been working with metal today. Oh, okay. Mainly in local news. Fair. Um, but yeah, yeah. So um, how what's, is what's ha- going on? How is uh, how is uh, metal working going on for you? Difficult. Difficult. Met, you, the thing about metal is. Go on. Um, Go let on. me just tell you, it does not go the way you want it to. No. It, you have to manipulate it. You almost have to negotiate with metal. Um, sheet metal as well. Yeah. Uh, on the side of a building. Um, difficult. 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 Difficult um, is the summary. Yeah, that is it. And using like uh, uh, something called a reciprocating saw, right? It, does that is that like a, a saw with an agreement that if you put the effort in, it will put the effort out? Yeah, yeah. Is that what it does? Is, yeah, it, it reciprocates your emotion. <laughs> yeah, is, is that's exactly what it does. If if you're feeling a bit down, it will get a bit down with you. Sure. Um, no, if reciprocating saw is basically a saw with an electric saw with a blade. Go on. Right, that moves like a bat out of hell back and forward. <laughs> I'm going right. to be honest with you. Fair. It cuts through metal. It cuts through metal like a knife through butter. Yeah. Let and, me tell you. Yeah, and if you're not, if you haven't got it in the right position, it will shake the shit out of you. Oh. It's really weird. Like, it's unusually powerful for such a small, it's like handheld as well. Oh, right. Okay. Um, very strange. Very strange. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what I've been doing mainly this week. Um, that's, that's this week on... Uh, Paul's world, yeah. Paul's world, yeah. I think that's my job. Really. I'm sort of describing my job. That that might not be what people want. 
in a podcast. Well, I well, I think they love it all. I it does. Know. I mean, last last week it was all about um, people shitting on each other and uh, and like guessing rap lyrics. So they 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 just take it all. Yeah. Just give me, give me more, give me more. Well, the thing that's that's what I, I think the uh, the best thing about this podcast is that we we are we are consistent. Yeah, like we are consistently doing what we want and speaking how we feel, and it seems to be that people like it, and people are saying, "What else you got?" <laughs> Correct. You know exactly. But yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, um, local. I guess localish news for me is I went to. Uh, a rugby game over the weekend, right? Um, who I, I don't know who here stateside would be interested in well, a good old game of rugger. I can already hear Mister A saying it's not it's not a real sport or it's nothing like American football or you know cornholing is the best or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. yeah. Like that. <laughs> um, well, the good thing is that if he did say things like uh, it's not as good as American football, he'd be wrong. So. I mean, I would say from what I've observed, again, I don't, I don't understand American football, but I would say it's a lot more free flowing, and it does get stopped a lot. Yeah, but it is still more free flowing than American football. Yeah, they seem to. Yes, American football seems to be like a seems to be like a game of top trumps with sort of sweaty men. Yeah, they do. They do a sort of. I don't know the gameplay of rugby. Well, that's fair enough. I, I mean, you, the ball can't go forward. Yep. Um, the the they would call that in this country as well. That's a real man sport. Football's not a real man sport, or soccer is not a real man sport. Mm. That's what they would say about it. Yeah, and, and I think that that's prob you know in 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 some ways is probably true when you compare the rugby players to the football players. Yeah, um, and uh, like the thing is with football is when um or soccer when people fall when they've been tackled, yeah. like it's all. It's all theatrics, and yeah. if you were to believe that they are genuinely in pain, um, then rugby they would be dead most of the time. They would because there's you know there's there's rugby players get dislocated fucking fingers, yeah, and, and carry on play. They don't even go off exactly like your teeth knocked out, a perforated spleen, yeah, all right, and they carry on, yeah, like, like there's nothing. Do you know what I think it is as well? I think football. Anyone can kind of have a go. You try rugby in school, your teammate knees you in the head in a scrum and it's over. Yeah, and you're done. So you, most people are like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not for that. Yeah, exactly. Or you or you reach down to grab the ball and someone just steps on your hand yeah. with some with some studs and I'm you're done. meant to Yeah, no. Fuck off. I'm yeah. not doing it. I don't want cauliflower ears. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but it was um it was all right. It yeah. was all right, not gonna lie. Um England weren't great. But you know they did the job. They they brought it on home. Yeah. Um, uh, but overall, the day was good. I'll tell you one thing I did like about it. There were no. There was not even a hint that there was going to be some sort of fight breaking out. There you Nothing go. like that. There you go. That's that's the other fucking uh, nail in football's coffin. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Like even though it is a, a much more aggressive game, mm. much more sort of contact, hands-on sport. Yeah. Everyone was just like, "Yep, yeah, we're here to watch a game. We're not here to." So you know, just start launching bottles of piss at each other. Do you, <laughs> do you think it's a class thing? I don't know. I, I don't Maybe. mean people who have got class. I mean, you know, generally speaking, rugby is for middle to upper class people, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, 
Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know why. It's like you're yeah. right, but I don't know why. Because it's a, I, I think like objectively, you would look at it as a much dirtier sport. Well, you'd think, yeah, you'd think of it as like poor people would like to play that because they get a chance to sort of fight a little bit. Yeah, yeah, well. and justify rolling around in mud, oh, which they do. Is there any? Is there any barometer or study that's been done to say that poor people are more violent? Well. That's that is. I mean, if there isn't, we should definitely do one. Well, I'm sure there has been. I'm we sure could have been studies, but we could do a Twitter poll or an X poll. I guess it's to do a lot more to do with a lot of different factors, though, isn't it? Yeah. Whether you're going to be violent or not. Aggravating factors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, is it is it nature or nurture? But you know, I digress. Are um, are you are you fighting because you're poor? Yeah. We do a poll. That's you know, if, when you think about it, are you fighting because you're poor? Generally speaking, like poor people or very poor people are are kind of fighting yeah, all the time. For, that is true. You know, for anything. So yeah, be it bread, yeah, justice. You know, could be anything. Could be mm. anything. But no, that was all right. That was all right. Um, as I say, England managed to scrape through. weren't It wasn't a showstopper. Yeah. Um, but what was quite interesting, and uh, again for the um. For the stateside listeners, you'll be happy to know. What was quite interesting is that um, I went with uh, work and uh, we took a couple of people who are uh, linked with work, shall we say. I can't go into too much detail, obviously. Um, he's a male escort. I am a male escort. I am. Clients or Johns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> we took a couple of John Doe's uh, yeah. with us. Um, <laughs> and uh, they... Uh, mentioned that they listened to the podcast, which was great. That that to me is is crazy because yeah. the, do they uh, do they know you well? Yeah, well, are they. I mean, they know they know of like the the purpose I serve at work, I suppose. Right. Um, but I, I must have at some point I must have sort of shared it out amongst you know amongst all, all of the, the livestock, and they picked up on it. And people have picked up on it. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy, isn't it? It was, yeah, it was it was mental. And and one of the people that was from my work who knows of it, um, she she looked at me and was like, no. And I was like, no, seriously, t- ask him, ask him. And she asked him, and he was like, yeah, yeah, we listen, we listen. And she was like, no, do you? Wow. And then she got really weird, like it was so, it was so surreal that she got really weirded out by it she yeah. was like i don't that's really weird that i'm standing next to someone who like yeah is listening that's odd but i think i think that's i think that's odd anyway i you know like the whole it did weird me out a little bit yeah so i was like what because it was it was almost like i read through it because of my own um negative outlook yeah <laughs> yeah own, yeah my own, uh, damaged self persona i looked through it and i was almost like oh it's someone at work's like told him that they listen to it extra than than the ones we know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not not someone that we really don't know that we're far removed from. Yeah. So that big shout out to them. Yeah, well that was it. Yeah. I wanted to give a I wanted to give a shout out to them for um for listening. Good on you. Good yeah. on you, uh boys boys and girls. Oh, nearly smashed a glass there. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Don't need to smash a glass in this day and age. No, walking on I, t- I tell you what, we should have moved on from glass, shouldn't we? Yeah. You not know think? By now we should have. It is the worst substance when you smash it in the world. Like, yeah, 
it's the worst material. I had to, yeah. I, I, there was a glass smashed at mine the other day. I had to, had to pick it up and add one of those little, almost like Shards. a, yeah, yeah, splinters. But yes, that's yeah. it. A glass splinter. There's nothing worse, is there? No, a no, cheeky glass splinter as well. Well, Shocking! It's got no business in the end of your finger, has it? No. And it just it finds its way there when you pick it up. I know, I know because I did some glass. I think we've probably spoke about it. Uh, I did some glass smashing at work. Yeah, I had to take out some um, like architectural glass. Uh, that sounds. What I mean is big glass. Big I, glass, I, like not windows. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, not, yeah. I, when I say architectural, I, I, I want everyone to know that I, I had nothing to do with architecture or design thereafter. Well, <laughs> um, but this is the thing: is I, um, I think that uh, I think that the other thing as well is that it was all underhand. This wasn't something that that work bestowed upon you. You just went, "I'm going to smash this architecture yeah, no, took, up." Oh yeah, I took it upon myself. Yeah, like, yeah, I would pay for it. I won't pay for it. Yeah, yeah. In, in, uh... No, I did it in my lunch break. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Spooky Mulder says we should have plexiglass cups by now. True. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I think so. I think we we know like there's enough plastic in the world, isn't there? Yeah. We just make them all out of that. You've got, um, and yeah. I mean, you know, windows, fair enough. Um, just cling film. But I'm surprised. <laughs> just cling film. That'll do, that'll do it. A couple of layers of cling film. Easy. Sort it right out. Easy. Um, did I tell you uh, recently about when uh, I was at work and loads of tools got robbed? Uh, how recent are we talking? I think last few months, I'd say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you for know shout. that they have actually pursued someone? Oh, good. Forensics turned up. Yeah, they did yeah, a dusting. They actually turned up and we. he was like, my boss was talking to him and they was like, um, he was like, so are you, is this like fingerprinting? And I was like, no, no, it's much more likely that there will be DNA from them. Wow. On the bars or somewhere than there will be fingerprints. From where they masturbated after yeah, they celebrated stealing. Even if they rub against it or breathe against it, it's, yeah. it's mental. And they've got, they found someone that was on, on the record on, you know, he's got a criminal record on the system. Right, and they've they're pursuing them. I don't know what's what's going on with it at the moment, but that's crazy. You wouldn't think it would happen, would you? It's no, like fifteen thousand pounds worth of tools, though. Yeah, you wouldn't think. Yeah, but you wouldn't think that a, a tool thief would be brought to justice. But yeah, I mean, we've commented on you know the uh, the art of police work in the, in the last few uh, in the last few months, and it doesn't it equally doesn't surprise me that they're putting all their attention on something like that. Yeah. You know, because it's probably it's probably the easiest conviction they can get. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. There's 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 politics at play in there. Yeah, and and budgets. Yeah, and funding. It is still a business oh, at the end man. of the day. And everything is numbers have got to be met, baby. Everything is the ledger's got to be balanced, baby. <laughs> I think everything's <laughs> become so fucking conceited. Yeah, like yeah. everything on like social media is 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 one of the worst for it. But can you ever? Watch a video now. No. Like, oh, sorry. Go on. That is pretty much it. Can you ever watch a video though with, like, with, with when someone's talking or doing something without thinking, yeah, but you're kind of just doing this. Oh, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Camera. A million percent. There is not one video now that I can watch where I go. I don't know if this is genuinely you. Yeah, yeah. I'll t I'll tell you one one that keeps popping up. 
Um, even to the point where someone I know on Facebook has started doing it and I'm like, are you just doing this for the shares? And that is uh, people making people jump around the corner. You oh, seen that? Right. Okay. Like they'll they'll make someone jump, and of course their jumping is is hilarious yeah. and uh, sort of over the top and stuff. That was like that. They were doing that on TV in like the nineties. Like yeah, yeah. Handed camera. Exactly. Like, oh. And uh, but now I'm looking at it thinking, yeah, but you know this is going to happen. You know the setup. It's you all, know yeah, the setup. It's already been set up this way. Which is uh, which is a shame, isn't it? I don't know if that's because we're becoming older and more cynical, or if it genuinely the world is making an effort, or the Western world is making an effort to just I don't know. Yeah. Just being ugh, I don't know. It makes me cringe. Like, always. Being, always got to. Uh, always got to do something. Yeah. They? Yeah. Everyone's always got to be doing something. That's uh, see. That's the thing again. Going back to a couple of episodes back when we were like, oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would sell myself for uh, uh, podcasting fame. Yeah, is um, like this. I'm happy that this for us is a, is has been born and has continued from a need for us to talk about how shit everything is around us and yeah. how easy it is therefore to take the piss out of it. Mm. Um, yeah. So, but that's good. But well, cons- uh, speaking of conceited, yeah, no, no one's joined. No one's joined. Oh, they, they didn't do it this time. That would have been funny. Um, but speaking of uh, conceit, oh well, saying that, Spooky Mulder sent a gift. Oh, um, but um, thank you, Spooky Mulder. We can do. I suppose we could do a special Valentine's Day Spooky Mulder sort of sing song, could yeah. we? Um, Spooky's in the air. Oh, very good. Everywhere and around. Yeah, very good. Spookies in the air. Yeah. Every sight and every sound. And I'm Mulder Spooky. And I'm Mulder Spooky. Spooky. Spookies in the air. Sorry about the air. That was good. That was good. I like that. Love it. Brilliant. I think you earned that one. Yeah, definitely. I will be sure to transfer it to you instead. For the, continu- All right. for the continued support. Yeah. yeah. But no, what I was going to say, speaking of conceited, oh, the... Um, the... <laughs> Sorry, I've just... There's been just... a quick studio change. Yeah, and I've come back in the room and I've uh, adopted a um, stance. Yeah, but, uh, co-host Paul has adopted a very intimate stance, um, one, that, one of which I've never experienced well, I've before. Like I'm in so, How did that make you feel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're here to talk about your feelings. <laughs> um, but no, what I was going to say is, speaking of conceited, the main event then, Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. So we were going to get into the l'histoire. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which is French for history. I don't know if anyone knows. Uh, it was funny. On, <laughs> when I, uh, uh, just for again, for the listener's benefit, when I was on my way to uh, to the studio, I messaged co-host Paul saying, um, oh, "I'm just uh, just picking something up, and then I'll be en route." And then yeah. left it a little bit, and then said, "That's French for en route." Just <laughs> to let you know, by the way. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So, I mean, Valentine's Day. Uh, so, have you never celebrated it? Um, I wouldn't say I've never celebrated it. I think my um. Like my earliest memory of it was when um, I, I was like in secondary school. Yeah, and there was a girl that I was going out with. It, it, when you say you're going out with a girl in school, it's like you're 
holding like hands. Two weeks. Yeah, it's yeah. Like two weeks, you kiss a little bit, and then that's it. But, yeah. Um, but like, I was going out with her, and she got me a like Valentine's mug. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I didn't get her anything, and I was like, shit. So right. I panicked, yeah. and then I spoke to uh, our mum about it, and she had some sort of like gift box, perfect, set, like in the cupboard. Yeah, wrapped it up. I stored it for this very occasion. Yeah, yeah, wrapped it up. Was very um, embarrassed about giving it to the girl. Gave it to her and just disappeared. <laughs> just ran off. Just ran away. Yeah. Uh, it was weird. And then I came back later and I hit her on the back of the head yeah. with a hammer. Yeah, and said, love me. Yeah, yeah, like exactly, because you've like, got to. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, I I think I have bought into the... Um, I have bought into the sort of celebration in the past. Yeah. But I think in later years, years later, um, I would come to realise that it was uh, not for the right reason. For me... It was always um, a way of getting brownie points, which would lead us nicely to March the 14th, which is uh, Steak and Blowjob Day. Right. Is that literally why? Yeah. Okay. So you'd get brownie points toward that. Yeah. So okay. at first I was like, I'll get you I'll get you this. And it's a, it's purely because I love you. Yeah. It's purely that. Yeah. I've thought. And then there was a, a different and I've done motive. It. Yeah. And then, yeah. Before... Steak and Blowjob Day is quite recent though isn't it it's like yeah. last 10, 10, 10 I reckon 10, 10 I reckon 10 years yeah I didn't know that was March 14th it's not in my calendar one month from today yeah it's not that's crazy it's well mark it in your calendar folks yeah it's a better day than today Make for a, a lot note. of yeah a lot of people okay some so I've people got, I've got to find something right I reckon it's Rizzler yeah it is always it's Rizzler and fucking fillers Rizzler and fritters it seem, I think my version of there it is My immediate. Hell would just be me constantly walking around the same room, yeah, looking for something that never, never, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that is my version of hell, and I'm, I'm living it. Yeah, I'm so, living my current hell. So hell, yeah. Somebody um, stateside. Go on. Um, but yeah, so I think in yeah in later years, years later, it was always a, it was always a chance to. You know, just get kudos for something that, funnily enough, ironically enough, equally would never happen a month later as well. Well, and that's what left me feeling a bit bitter about it. I think without, yeah, without going into too much detail and things like that, I don't have to. I, I'm not. It's not something I I worry about. Mm. It's as in, it's there. Mm. If I need it, yeah, you know, at any point, not at any, you know, no, it's, no. it's not something I worry about, and, and I feel that if, if and when you, it's not a point-based system, yeah, if you. and when you meet the right person, let's, it let's should say, be. Let's say that, yeah, but, but don't forget there are probably a lot of right people. That's the other, there's a load of people. Um, well, this is the other. You kind of touching on something that I did want to um, that I did want to bring up on the uh, as a, as a subject to talk before going into l'histoire. Well, I mean, I'm immediately scared when you've said that. Um, no, it was uh, I was having a little think on the way here. Yeah, and a realization that I came to on the way here is I think I've always been when it comes to the Ferris sex. Yeah, right. The ladies, the ladies, uh, or or men. You or know, men. if that's if that's, if that's what you that's prefer. I don't. Yeah. Mister A does. Yeah. I don't. No. 
Um, but when it's come to the when it's come to the opposite sex or you know whatever you're interested in courting, yeah, I've always been the chaser, right? And realizing that now has really wound me up. Why? <laughs> well, because I don't. Th- I think I should be chased. You want you want the effort to be put in. Form an orderly queue, ladies. Right, okay. That's what I want. I've got I've got credentials. But you are you are you you, you put you're not really putting yourself out there to be chased though. Correct. Is, is that right? I think you're right, yeah. Yeah. But because I don't think I ever have. No. Like, I don't think I've been in that position to go, right, I'm gonna put myself out there now. Does, does that mean that once you've done the chase that you're not as interested as well? Is it like that? Does that follow suit? I think yeah, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. I think in some past, uh, you know, courtings, there yeah. has been the, right, I've done that now. It's, it's a bit boring now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, fundamentally, I don't think I've ever been, I don't think I've ever been chased. Not in 12 years, um, Samantha said to something. I'm assuming there's something I haven't done. I re- no, I reckon in uh, I reckon March the fourteenth, she's probably oh, not referencing. In years, yeah, it's never yeah, coupled. Well, yeah, never a problem. Yeah, <laughs> never yeah. been a problem, and it shouldn't be. And and I think I I don't have a. Why does that do that? Wembley. Yeah. Oh, because what it does is it ignores your request to mute the uh, the sound. I mean, you can see that, right? Yeah, I can see that. I'm going to put it on vibrate. And see if that works. No, that won't work. It won't work. No, it'll just it'll, it'll wait until a little Why bit later, um, and then it'll. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. So wh- where were we? Uh, we were talking about. Um, yeah, you're you're the chaser, and you want to be the chasee. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The chased. The I want to be the rabbit. The chasing one. Yeah. I want to be the rabbit on the greyhound track. Okay. Well. I don't Any know, suggestions? Again, isn't that isn't that your position as well as a <clears> as a male? They generally have to do the chasing more. Yeah. Than being chased. Because women women have more options than men. Yeah. They have more options. See, it's this... easier to get laid or yeah. you know, to get a relationship as a woman. But this is exactly what um this is this is why I wanted to bring it up because I wanted to know that I'm not a mentalist. No, right? I don't, I don't think you are. I think there's just there's factors. So I've got a um I've got an article. Uh, on Ooh. on today of all days, on. um, that isn't still isn't l'histoire, but mm. I think it's a good article. Right? Yeah, I don't, we're we're on the subject of love. I don't mind about exactly l'histoire at the moment. Exactly, mold is in the air. Yeah, <laughs> um, dating apps have become the kiss of death for male reproductive success, says a new book. Love is not on the apps, says author and scientist David Baker, is a male, uh, in his new book, The Shortest History of Sex. Male dependency on dating apps, now the leading way couples meet, has markedly increased with a smaller number of men today willing to approach a woman they don't know in public. In the early days of Tinder in 2014, the gender split was 60% male, 40% female. Today, 70% of users are male and 30% female. Fucking hell. With the latter still meeting a larger proportion of men via work, friends or on nights out. Um, as a minor note, if you meet your spouse in a bar or a club, your chances of divorce increase by roughly 45%. That's a very unusual statistic. Dropping F-bombs I am for you. If you meet her in a club, it ain't going to work. Exactly. exactly. Or it ain't going to work forever. Yeah. It's going to work for now. Yeah, exactly. It's going to work long enough for you uh, to make some sort of financial commitment. I reckon if you meet her at work, there's a 
50% chance you'll get divorced. Yeah. I think it's all across all, the board. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's um the results of these trends is that women of average to high levels of attractiveness are typically inundated with matches, whereas the Tinder experience of the average man is a decidedly more desert-like experience. <laughs> App data indicates, all right, so this is not the opinion of um, Substance for Days or the author of the book. App data indicates that women swipe right, which means to like someone, an average of 12.5% of the time, whereas men swipe right, 65% of the time. Fucking hell, <laughs> Fucking hell that's bad. But then that, that, that also shows you that men are... It's what they see, isn't it? Yeah. It's what Chasing. they see. Yeah, it's what they see. Man. So you think as a, if there was 100 people in front of you, a woman would only say yes to 12.5 of them, and a man would say yes to 60 of them. That's crazy. Uh, women on apps can be exceedingly selective, whereas most men aren't. A contributing factor is that men tend to have fewer flattering photos of themselves to post on apps that thrive on initial physical attraction rather than personality. Part of this is evolutionary. As a relic of our primate heritage, most men are physically unappealing compared to other traits that might signal they'd make good partners. Even modern dating app data shows women rate 75 to 80% of men as below average. For 55 million years, only a fraction of male primates enjoyed reproductive success. And for about 2 million years, men have relied on more than just looks to signal their appeal to a potential mate, such as charming conversation and or telegraphing utility and aspirations. The upshot of male dependence on dating apps is that male sexlessness is at record levels, with approximately 17% of men under 30 being virgins and 28% of them not having had sex in the past year. That's a problem. That's a social shift. That is, yeah, exactly. A cultural shift. Because yeah. that was pretty... Uh, Dudes are desperate. I mean, it's fairly standard to, to not be a virgin by the time you're about 20 in this, in yeah. this country. Well, that's well, yeah, that's exactly your point. Want. That's what I would say it used to be. That's the shift, isn't it? Is that now that's not the case, um, which is crazy. Yeah, and the population is, is not increasing at the rate that it's sort of slowing down at a, a rate <clears> that it never has before. Yeah. Like people are having less children. Yeah. Like in general. In yeah. general. According to app data, so also, sorry, dating apps can also be punishing for women, but for dramatically different reasons. The flood of matches has created an illusion of choice, which does not translate into greater reproductive success for most women. According to app data, female right swipes tend to cluster towards a minority of men with a great deal of overlap, eliminating other contenders who may have made perfectly good mates. On one level, you can hardly fault someone for choosing what's in front of them. If you have 100 people offering to sell you a Ferrari for a dollar, you're hardly going to pay much attention to the 900 people offering to sell you a Ford Fiesta. Yes. Right? Yeah. But point being... I want to do some. Tra I want to be chased, and it sounds like in this day and age, I'm a little bit late to the game for that to actually happen. Unless, as you suggest, I put myself out there. Well, yeah, you know, going to hanging out in bars. You could do, I do a bit of that. You could do that. You you could put yourself out there. Yeah, you, you, I think if you wanted to, you could. Yeah, yeah, and I don't see the problem with going for it. What's what you got to lose? Oh look, well, should I hang out in a bar and report back? 
It's hanging out in a seedy bar. Yeah, no, yeah, know, in the worst lit bar. You've got to be with other people, though. Oh. You, really? You can't just sit there on your own. Oh. Oh, all right? Just t- talking to me. See, that to me is an indicator that I'm chasing already. I want someone to come up to me and go, all right? And I, I go, fuck think, off. I don't think that's going to happen. No? No, and not because of any reason other than you're a man. Yeah. There is no other factor than you're a man. Women do not chase men. Unless they are mental, right? Physically chasing them. Yeah, yeah. So, do you reckon that's why a lot of men have transitioned in this day and age? Uh, what? What do you mean transitioned into women? Yeah. Because uh, they're like, I'm not, I'm not doing the chasing. I'm uh, gonna be, I'm gonna be chased. It's got a lot to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's that's a weird one. <laughs> the increase of that is weird and I don't know if it's I think there could be a correlation yeah, who are we to say yeah yeah, yeah. Um, right so Valentine's Day the feast of St. Valentine okay is celebrated annually on February 14th it originated as a Christian feast day honouring a martyr named Valentine and through later folk traditions it has also become a significant cultural religious and commercial celebration of romance and love in many regions and love if right. you like yeah in many if you if you want to i mean um there are a number of martyrdom stories associated with various saint valentines connected to february 14th including an account of the imprisonment of saint valentine of rome for ministering to christians persecuted under the roman empire in the third century so he was Doing a bit of that, doing the, right. you know. Where's the love bit coming to? Well, according to an early tradition, St. Valentine restored sight to the blind daughter of his jailer. He restored sight to the blind daughter of his jailer, okay. Numerous later additions to the legend have better related it to the theme of love. Right. Right. Tradition maintains that St. Valentine performed weddings for Christian soldiers who were forbidden to marry by the Roman Empire, Re- Emperor. Uh, an 18th century embellishment to the legend claims uh, he wrote the jailer's daughter a letter signed Your Valentine as a farewell before his execution. Sure. Yeah? Of course he did. Well, you know, uh, what else? Connection with romantic love. Yeah. The feast of St. Valentine originated in Christendom and has been marked by the Western Church of Christendom in honour of one of the Christian martyrs named Valentine, as recorded in the 8th century Galatian Sacramentary. Christendom. Christendom. Um, In ancient Rome, Lupercalia was observed February 13th to 15th on behalf of Pan and Juno, pagan gods of love, marriage and fertility. It was a rite connected to purification and health and had only slight connection to fertility as a part of health and none to love. Celebration of St. Valentine is not known to have had any romantic connotations until Chaucer's poetry about Valentine's Day in the right. 14th century. So he came up with that word then? Like he came up with the... He came up with the link between the Valentine and the day of love. That's very strange. So, so it's all bollocks then? It's all bollocks. <laughs> Some 700 years after the celebration between the two gods of love and health and fertility. Right. Uh, on the under, underpinned by health. Underpinned by health, of course. Fertility and health are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> in, my, right. in, so, my yeah. in my book and religion's book. Yeah. So <laughs> if you don't believe me, you Check can, you know, I had to go home to get this. Um, right. Some researchers have theorized that Galatius I replaced Lupercalia with the celebration of the purification of the Blessed Virgin Mary and claim a connection to the 14th century's connotations of romantic love 
but there's no historical indication that he ever intended such a thing. It's all bollocks. I, well, I just think when you started describing that it was down to a few different events, I was like, any of them? No, nothing. No? Nothing. Uh, all different historical events. Here we go. The first recorded association of Valentine's Day with romantic love is believed to be in the Parliament of Fowls by Geoffrey Chaucer. <laughs> a dream vision portraying a parliament for birds to choose their mates. Honouring the first anniversary of the engagement of 15-year-old King Richard II of England to 15-year-old Anne of Bohemia, Chaucer wrote, yeah. in Middle English this is, yeah. For this was on St. Valentine's Day, when every fowl cometh there to cheese his make, of every kind that men think may, and that so huge a no noise gan they make, that earth and air and tray and every lake, so full was that uneath was their space, for me to stond, so full was all the place. In, in modern English, that means... For this was on St. Valentine's Day, when every bird comes there to choose his match, of every kind that men may think of, and that so huge a noise they begin to make, that earth and air and tree and every lake was so full that not easily was there space for me to stand. So full was all the place. Again, yeah, you're going to you're gonna have to give me some footnotes on that one, Chaucer, <laughs> because I don't understand a fucking word you just said. And what it's got to do with love. <laughs> You just said, so it was on Valentine's Day, a load of people got together. And animals. Animals. Made. I made Lights. load of noise. A, I couldn't fucking stand anywhere. A parliament of animals. Yeah. If I you... don't, yeah. Odd. Yeah. Odd. Um, Valentine poetry. Mm. The earliest surviving Valentine is a 15th century rondeau written by Charles, Duke of Orleans. Oh, right. To his wife. Yeah. Which commences, Je suis déjà de mortain. Matres Dolce Valentine. Oh. Eh? Dolce Valentine. So you can take that one. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day is mentioned ruefully by Ophelia in William Shakespeare's Hamlet, which is in the 16th century. Tomorrow is St. Valentine's Day, all in the morning bedtime, and I a maid at your window to be your Valentine. Then up he rose and donned his clothes and ducked the chamber door. <laughs> Let in the maid, that outer maid never departed more. Oh, oh he's, a, he's a wayward word, isn't he? Oh, he's slick. Eh? Slick. I uh, bet he got all the ladies. Did he borrow it from Chaucer, do you reckon, though? Probably. Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I have I'm going to say that St. Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's been, it's yeah. been a few hundred years. That's mine. Yeah, yeah, I'll have that. I he don't... had it 700 years after, so I can fucking um, have it too. Yeah, I don't, I don't worry about it. it. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, it's very weird how that's come about. And very funny that it's... Uh, uh, like everything else, like Easter is about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, right? And we we buy chocolate eggs. Yeah, got nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, got literally nothing to do with it. Exactly. Um, Valentine's Day. I mean, crazy, crazy lady. Uh, she's she's long since departed. Uh, she must have uh, hated the thought, uh, yeah. perished the thought of uh, talking about Valentine's Day. But yeah. she said it was to because of a massacre. Mm. I don't. I can't see that. Yeah, I saw. Um... Yeah, I saw that. I saw that comment. Mm. So, yeah, it probably was. The verse, Roses are Red, echoes conventions traceable as far back as Edmund Spencer's epic, The Fairy Queen. We'll come back to that title. All right. That was in 1590. 1590. She bathed with roses red and violets blue, and all the sweetest flowers that in the forest grew. Oh. 
So That's pretty slick. The modern cliche Valentine's Day poem can be found in Gamma Girton's Garland, 1784, a collection of English nursery rhymes published in London by Joseph Johnson. The rose is red, the violet's blue, the honey's sweet, and so are you. Thou art my love, and I am thine. I drew thee to my valentine. The lot was cast, and then I drew. And fortune said, it should be you. Speaking of should be you, it's Man Cave Sound. And I'm fired. <laughs> We're talking about uh, Valentine's Day and all, the, and all the things that come from Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, now, that does lead me on, I think, quite nicely. The whole roses are red. Should we see if we can find some funny ones? Yeah, of course. Yeah? Yeah. Right. Probably, you could... An empty wallet. Fair An enough. empty wallet. Yeah. Right. Here we go. This is... Uh, uh, right, hang on. Let me just... Roses are red, violets are blue. White wine costs less than a dinner for two. See? Oh, I'd love to I'd right. love to say that to someone. Yeah. Well, you, you know. should. Take the chance. Um, roses are red, violets are blue. Your quiero tacos and queso too. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Um, roses are red, violets are blue. In the words of Taylor Swift, look what you made me do. Right. Sure. Uh, yeah. Roses are red, violets are blue. I want to watch Netflix and chill with you. That's good. It's all right, it's modern. It's modern. Yeah. I like that. Uh, roses. What? Oh, no. Producer Sam said, roses are red, violets are blue. If you love me, make me a brew. Yeah, that, oh, well, do you know what? That is both romantic, poetic, and informative. I yeah. think she wants to... Probably have a cup of tea. Cup of yeah. tea. I will do that at some point. Not, yeah. not now, though. Not um, now. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Too long, didn't read. They differ in hue. Right? Which is is true. It's factual. Uh, factual. Factual. Yeah. Right. Let's, let's, what about... Because <clears throat> these are just funny, not, not adult. Yeah? Rude. We want some rude. You want rude ones, don't you? Well, I think you could, you could, yeah, um, you, know, you could make one. Yeah, we could. You could come up with one. Roses are red, violets are blue. <laughs> yeah, go, uh, go get the toilet roll because I need a poo. All <laughs> <laughs> right, is that um, is that right for you? Roses are red, violets are blue. I fancy a blowjob. How about you? <laughs> yeah. And that works because you could be saying that to a bloke. Yeah, yeah. Just chatting. Yeah. Just mates. Just mates. Yeah. Just mates. Um, <laughs> roses are red. Violets are blue. This poem's overused. Your sister is too. <laughs> yeah? Do you like that? Roses are red. Violets are blue. I'm using my hand, but thinking of you. Wow. Okay. Cheers for that. That's nice fun. one. Well done, producer Sam. Um <clears throat> Roses are okay, violets are fine. You be the six and I'll be the nine. There you go. Wee. Yeah, we get down to it. Yeah? I like a bit of that, Hardcore. didn't you? Yeah. Hardcore. Um, Uh-oh. Roses are red, so are your lips. Sit on my face and wiggle your hips. Wow. Which I... Oh, there's more. Goodness me, Mr. A. Roses are red and violets are blue. It's not going to suck itself. <laughs> so waiting, waiting on, on you. you. Yeah, that's fine. That, 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 yeah. That's great. That's great. Uh, here we go. 
let's have a little let's have a little look. This is now taking me elsewhere. Oh, he's gone down a rabbit hole. Yeah. A Valentine's rabbit hole. Do you know what I don't like? Go on. Uh, but I do I I do it because I don't like it. Valentine's. Valentine's. People say Valentine's. <laughs> oh, it's Valentine's, isn't it? Yeah. What? what? It, did you It's not times of the Valentine's. What you said. Yeah. Can you control that? Valentine's. Oh, mad Valentine's. Valentine's, isn't it? Valentine's though. Uh, but yeah. All right. Roses are red, violets are blue. My pants are warm because of the poo. Uh, Roses are red, the sun is shining, but my mental health is rapidly declining. (laughs) That's sad. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Roses are red, violets are blue. I want you dead so I can make love to you. That's (laughs) fucking dark. That's dark. Necrophilia. Yeah. So I didn't expect. I didn't expect that at the end of the show at any point. Yeah. To be honest. Um. Okay. Uh, roses are red, violets are blue, poems are hard, bacon. <laughs> it's gave up. It's yeah. gave up on the, on the bacon. Yeah. All right. Or another similar one. Roses are red, violets are blue. I hate rhyming. Penis. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> romantic. It's romantic yeah. as well. You know, you can't... Traditions are very funny, aren't they? They but... are. Do you think, right, okay, here's a question for you then. Go on. Will, will we be celebrating Valentine's Day in like 50 years' time? Valentine's, you say? Valentine's. <laughs> will we be having Valentine's? Oh, well, I mean, if it's, if it, I mean, it's done a good job so far to... Yeah, to survive. Yeah. What are we talking? 1400 was Chaucer. 700 years before that was some bloke. Yeah, it's a couple Saint of Valentine. random words that people have Random bits out. and that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that was 700 BC. So it's, is it conceivable to imagine that Christmas won't be celebrated at some point in history? In, I, in the future, sorry. I reckon it will get so... I reckon you're onto something there. I reckon it will get so... Like, everything has to be defined and not offensive to anyone. But they go, we can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah, it'll just be Christmas. Can't do it. It'll just be something. It's just December 25th. If you want to do, do something, think, go do for it. Do you think maybe they'll move past it at some point? Like, it will... Be insignificant to people. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, so we, you know, some point in the future, you know, I don't, I don't know how long humans have got, but yeah. I think it's about four minutes by the fucking yeah, way well, it's, yeah. Way it's going. I mean, I'm surprised we've not been contrived yet. Did you know that you know DJ Steve Wright, Radio Two fame? Yeah, died yesterday. Ah, oh. which. I really like. I didn't know about. It. He was a DJ from the seventies on, right. on Radio One and Radio Two. He's not the right stuff, is he? Is that another one? No, I think that's Ian Wright. Maybe that's the black guy, a little... the football player. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Wright's the white guy who looks like who looks like the guy from LOLO. <laughs> if I'm if I'm honest, yeah. the main guy from LOLO, which is a classic eighties sitcom reference. I love that. But only the UK will know. That's uh, that's Ian, right? He's the black guy, footballer. Footballer, black the, guy is the yeah, main. Yeah, that's the oh main wow, thing. oh him. Yeah. Oh, he's like really. He, his voice was so fucking just awesome. Like I got into listening to Radio Two about fucking five, ten years ago, like right. by accident, just because it was on at work. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I started to get into like the format of it. And listening to his show and realizing that he goes all the way back, like to the seventies, 
and he's been yeah just just really a, another how did he how did he die i don't know i don't know they didn't say anything yet he they didn't never radio did. to death or I, anything no i don't think he did anything you know fantastic i think he was <laughs> how old was he i think 70s uh, maybe 69 or 70 he was ooh, 69 mm. Which is you t- well? It's on on theme. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, of all the years that he could chose to die, it's not something you. I wouldn't imagine. Like again, you, we you, we always say like six. That's not old enough, is it? No, that's no age. You imagine it is, but it's not. Yeah, um, no, it no, that's not. Yeah, you would imagine eighties to be uh, a good age. Yeah, to go. Anyway, well, that's on that thought. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, this was meant to be about love. Yeah, and now it's about death. Yeah, which you so, know, to me, both aren't mutually exclusive. Correct. But, shall yeah. I um? Shall I round it off with just one more roses are red? Well, I'll do. I'll do another. I'll do it before you do that. I'll do while you're looking for that. I'll do a Game of Thrones quote. Go on. Love is the death of duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I love that. Is that the um? Is love that is the death of duty? Is that you know, the is that guy, little fella? No, the old guy who's in the ice ball he's not literally in it he's the mice the maester of is he the one that's in the tree he was <laughs> Barath- no not baratheon targaryen he was a targaryen he's the blind guy oh oh yeah 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 i know oh, yeah he's in the wall wasn't he yeah you. yeah yeah big time Someone's Holly. of the night's watch there you go of the night's watch see we've got a see, yeah. avid bam, bam. that was weird Nah, it's strangely intrusive around here sometimes. Um, right, there we go. I'll wrap it up with this last one then. Do. All right? Please do. Roses are red, chocolates are brown. I expected nothing, but you still let me down. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... All right. We are, We have reached the end of the show. We have. I mean, we've. Uh, it's 57 minutes, but it is uh, 7.30. So Shit, yeah. I, I feel like that's for me, and it's not. No, how can it be? No, no, it won't. It won't be. It won't be. It won't be. It's just annoying, isn't it? Yeah. It's, I don't like that. A spooky mould has just sent a gift. So, um, all you need is spooks. Wah, 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 wah. All you need is spooks. Wah, 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 wah. You ain't parked outside. No. no, no, no. All you need <laughs> is spooks. Spooks. Spooks is all you need. Right, you've been wonderful. We've been substance for days. And we're going to do an outro because Paul's about to get accosted. Laters.